0: Good evening, St. Bruno. In today's gospel, we heard about the baptism of Jesus. And as you can see, well, now you can't really see it anymore, but on that stained glass window right over there is a representation of Jesus being baptized by John the Baptist. It's a little bit tamed down judging from the gospel. Although, John was a man who, was, who lived in the desert. He wore a camel skin. He ate locusts or grasshoppers and, and honey. Now, now, he was a little bit of a wild man, but God was with him. He was considered a prophet of God. Now, when he was in Israel, he created quite a stir. He was a man of the desert, and There were other prophets who came before John. But no prophet had come to Israel for 400 years. So Israel was waiting for a prophet to announce the Messiah. Who's going to come? So then John comes. John comes and finally the, the Israelites, especially those in Jerusalem, hear about him. And they hear what he's doing. He's baptizing people in the Jordan River. And they say, we got to go. We have to go. In the Gospel of Mark, it says, John the Baptist appeared in the desert proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. People of the whole Judean countryside and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. The prophet, John the Baptist, wanted the Israelites to acknowledge their sins. John the Baptist was a concrete example of conversion, a conversion that would change a whole person's life, put them in a different direction, having them make a U-turn and repent and go away from the way they were going. That's what John was asking of his people, to confess their sins, to repent, because the kingdom of God is at hand. Prepare the way of the Lord. That's what John was saying. So people were expecting, expecting the Messiah. So they were all going down to prepare. Prepare to confess their sins. And as these people confessed their sins and walked away from their past life, they opened themselves up to be transformed by God. Now, he's seen thousands of people coming to him, confessing their sins, and then he sees Jesus walk up to him. Now, he knows Jesus. His mother and Mary are cousins. He knows that Jesus is the divine in the flesh. And he sees him walking up to the Jordan. And he says, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, I'm asking for confession, for forgiveness of sins, for you to confess your sins. I know you have no sins. What are you doing here? You should be baptizing me, not me baptizing you. And Jesus says, let it be done. It is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Now what does that mean? What does it mean that Jesus says to fulfill all righteousness? Well, when Jesus stepped in the Jordan River, he took on the sins of all humanity. That means all of us here, all of us before us, and all of those who are going to come after us. He took all those sins because that's what the will of the Father was. And then he took those sins to the cross and he died for those sins. And then he was resurrected. As we see here on the cross, the resurrected Jesus rising to new life to give us new life. That was the Father's will That he would take on our sins, die for them, and give us new life through his resurrection. It's no wonder that the heavens opened up, that Jesus, both human and divine, died to his humanity right there. Because he says, I'm not going to do my will, I need to fulfill all righteousness. That's my Father's will. That's what I'm going to do. So the heavens open up. The Spirit of God comes and descends him like a dove. And the Father's voice thunders out. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Because he's not doing his will. He's doing the will of the Father for all humanity. So that all of us. Have the opportunity to come to God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now this happens in the water of the Jordan River. What a powerful point in time! Like I said over there with the stained glass window, it's kind of tamed down. It doesn't. It shows a, a spirit coming upon Jesus, but it doesn't. You don't see the clouds opening up. You don't hear the voice of God. Talking about his son. But that's what happened Father, Son, and Holy Spirit right there on earth. The Trinity, the triune God, our God there together when Jesus gives up his will and does the will of the Father. Powerful moment. At our baptisms, we are baptized in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. And we there are cleansed of original sin thanks to the baptism of Jesus. And then we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we become Temples of the Holy Spirit. So all of us here, all of us who are baptized, is everybody here baptized? If you're not baptized, come see me. We have our (laughs) CIA. If you're baptized, you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And don't forget it. Because the world and Satan will try and take it away from you but you are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And with that baptism, we all become the body of Christ. We're all united through the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ. And then before Jesus ascended into heaven, before he left this earth, after his resurrection, he gave three commandments. To his apostles he told them to do three things he told them before I go I want you to go and make disciples of all nations that was number one number two he said I want you to baptize them father son and holy spirit two and number three teaching them all that I have commanded you and the apostles did it. The apostles went to all over the world teaching, baptizing what God, what Jesus had commanded them to do. So now with our baptism, what do we do with it? We, like the apostles, take the spirit of God that is within us and we don't just let it sit inside of us we go to work. We use it. Because we have the same mission and responsibility of the apostles. To go and baptize and bring people to baptism and to teach them. That's our responsibility. Now all of us, many of us here are parents, correct? Correct? Raise your hand if you're a parent. Raise your hand if you're proud of your kids. Okay, I mean raise your hands. Come on. Raise your hands. Okay, good. Well, when, when you baptized your children, you made a promise. I don't know if you remember that, but you made a promise because the priest or deacon asked you, Are you ready to accept the responsibility of training your children in the faith? So, and when they're baptized, that's what your responsibility is, to train them in the practice of the faith. That's your responsibility to teach them, not just by sending them to school, but by teaching them by your example, by the way you live your Christian faith. Now this teaching doesn't end because they made their confirmation. And the teaching doesn't end when they turn 18 and they go to college. This teaching continues. There's no end. Jesus said, oh, when they get to this age, you stop teaching. Nine, no, yet. That's not what Jesus said. You continue teaching with your example. You continue teaching your faith. So we all need to wake up. And to teach our children the faith that's been given to us through the baptism. We need to stand up as baptized people. Sharing and teaching the good news of Jesus Christ. Working together in the church. Without our egos. Without pride. In humility for the salvation of the world. And with our baptism, we receive grace, which is spiritual strength. And if you don't feel you have strength, you say, ah, I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not that strong. I, I, I kind of forgot what I, I, I learned. I don't really know my faith. Well, if that's the case, come see me after Mass. I'll help you with that. I'll invite you to the RCIA class, and you can sit in the back, and you can participate. If you don't remember your faith... I challenge you. Because that's our responsibility. That's what Jesus has asked us to do. So it's time for us to go to work. Building the kingdom of God, sharing his gospel with the world in the people we come in contact with and even the people we don't like. We need to be good examples of baptized people with our lives with our words, and with our example. And live out our faith every day. So let's remember Jesus' words. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them all that I have commanded you. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.